All right, welcome to the podcast. Today is backwards day, kind of. We just decided on the spur of the moment. So I'm going to start by saying, if you've listened this far, we don't know why you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we always say at the end. Why did you listen this far? Don't be foolish. Make sure it's a good use of your time. (laughs) And as always, make sure to do your own research. With that said, let's get into the video. It's not a video. Video. (laughs) It's not a video, though. Let's get into this listening. Yes. Into the the cast, as the kids say. The cast, yes. We don't have the awkward goodbye yet, but I guess that kind of has to go at the end. Yeah, yeah. So listen to us. Yeah. Oh, yes. The topic. (laughs) um, Roundabout way of saying it. Um, Today, we are going to focus on probably mainly pornography because that was where our research centered. Yes, definitely. We were going to do, like, um, prostitution and what else were we going to do? It was porn, but we just... Well, no, there was a third. It was, like... Oh, you're right. Oh. Oh. It was, like, a P adjective. Oh, you're right. Dis- now I can't remember. Oh, that's sad. I don't know. Some kind of P thing that is associated with sketchy morals <laughs> that are becoming less <laughs> sketchy to culture as it goes on, I guess. Um, but, yeah, we did a some certain amount of research like a little bit a little bit i uh i forgot that we were gonna record today (laughs) and for some reason i was thinking it was next week and i don't know why even though we already (sighs) moved it a week ahead yeah this is already a weekly so it was all my fault and then i'm like caleb mentioned something i was like oh oh okay so i did a little research today in my copious amount of spare time which was not copious but yeah which is ironic because you're out of work early today well yeah (laughs) so you actually if we recorded later like usual i would have too much spare time and i wouldn't have done any research though oh you just said oh i have so much time and put it off and put it off yeah kind of like we're putting off getting into it yeah (laughs) (laughs) what what are you talking about Um, i don't know where to start um should we start with like a broad overview or uh, how it's been legalized more and more or should we focus on like how it's been around forever or how it influences culture in general yeah that sounds good (laughs) well you kind of have to start with one because you can't hit them all at once how about the slow legalization because i didn't actually do any research on that topic or on that specific i did very little and by very little basically all the research i did was just like stuff that I've caught as I've gone through life, like Jordan Peterson talks about um, pornography somewhat in regards to like addiction a lot of times. And like he, he he's talking about like how you get your life better and how you kind of get out of things like that. And he talks about alcohol addiction as well. And I guess addictions are relatively similar psychologically um, and how they work. So that's kind of interesting. But um what the actual research I did is I listened to, uh, I believe it was a Brett Weinstein, Weinstein, however you pronounce his name. He's a, he's an interesting thinker, but he has a podcast and he interviewed, um, Ashley Matthews, who's actually like a super famous porn star. So I guess I just kind of went right to the source and they didn't, it wasn't like super weird or explicit or anything. It was, they kind of kept it 
well, I, I, you can't call it PG, but <laughs> <laughs> as family friendly as they could have, and it was pretty professional. So I thought I thought he did a good job with that. So that was my research. How about yeah? My research consisted mainly of the psychological effects of porn on the brain, for more or less most of it. Um, I didn't do a lot of other research, and I was super surprised at how much stuff is out there. Like it's it's so wild. There's there's like articles after articles of um, like studies on it. Studies studies on it. Even though they say in most of theirs, oh, this is a new not a new thing, but it's a more like it needs more time to fully develop type of deal because of the fact that specifically internet porn has taken. A steep rise lately because well yeah it's not and like even didn't... like if you go back 20 years people a lot of people wouldn't have even had the internet so that yeah. wouldn't have been they yeah. would have had to get it in some other way if yeah. they were going to be exposed to it yeah so mine was more pointed towards the newer studies of internet porn and then that how that kind of interacts with the generations up and coming which as as per usual it's becoming a terrible trend i'm gonna talk about uh cult uh, society and culture <laughs> which i tend to normally get onto very quickly for some reason but hey that's what the podcast is all about <laughs> it's a society and culture podcast i, I guess so slash philosophy so <laughs> i guess so but um a lot one thing of note and interest is that as you're seeing the younger generation come up throughout um the internet age basically i'm sure there's different terminologies that they use there um you're seeing a lot of change in the basically behavioral like mental behavioral patterns of the individuals um and like i didn't do research on this subject but coming going doing research on the rest um i came across uh one of them mentioned like yeah social media does affect you like it's not it's not a uh it doesn't you don't just ignore it. Like it does have influence on your actions and your brain and what what's made up. And then you can even see this happening with the like heavy video game people or what you'd call the, there's a name for them, but like the people who are mostly on their computers and doing internet stuff. The, the gamer the boys. Gamer the boys. zoomers. <laughs> the zoomers um, where it takes you out of the, social interaction uh, basically segment of life for the, a lot of it and it gets you far away from that and a lot of that's kind of escapism and um oh what's the other word escapism and escapism. it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a complete podcast without this moment <laughs> so, i'm gonna i'm gonna get this word the not thinking of the word you're looking for i'm gonna get it because it's right there uh it's it's like um a fantasy but disassociation with reality maybe maybe escapism is the word i was looking like for fantasy no realism nope okay like just just go on. just just it's okay it's okay <laughs> never mind maybe the just, internet just, can't help yeah. <laughs> um and then i totally lost lost track oh yeah like the psychological effects of those are actually quite similar in a certain way to how pornography um changes and alters the brain in most cases where you'll have a lot of um disassociation from human interactions so like the act of sex itself is designed in such a way where it's meant to be between individuals and in in the right context and such and um if it's done properly 
then it is good. It's good. And it, like you get, you, I believe even the body emits chemicals, even though that sounds weird. And that was one that I just, I just heard, like, I didn't do research on it, but there's chemical interactions that happen that are kind of outside of the body, kind of more like, kind of like pheromones, but not really. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay. Uh, where was I going? Um, between two parts. Oh, it builds, it deepens the relationship if done properly, intimacy and all that good, good stuff that one should have in basically like a proper marriage. Um, side note, even though I'm getting off what I'm saying topic, I, I heard recently that there was a study shown where the happiest couples, well, the happiest couples with the best sex life were married couples in like middle-aged married couples who only had one partner, which that kind of tells you something. Yeah, it's very interesting that like like humans are. It's not just socially good to be monogamous. Is that the right word? But anyways, having one partner. Mm-hmm. But and I mean that's more debatable as culture goes on. Yeah. As, as most things are. Um. But traditionally, um, it, it's accepted and even across um cultures. But also, uh, it seems like there's a natural part that like we're designed to work that way like both as far as nature is concerned and like socially which is also as far as nature is concerned but mm-hmm. at a complicated level specific to us as well yeah yeah and then so it takes out internet pornography or pornography takes out that it basically sets you aside from that because you're you're not there of course and it also creates in this pattern where you see it happening and you're not doing it so then it it kind of rewires your brain for like doing the act where it becomes less important or you get less arousal if you are doing yeah it's like a classic uh voyeurism i think that's right yeah yeah it's i haven't done like much study as far as that is but it's it's interesting like there's a specific type of person and like suddenly with the rise of the internet and a lot of people having access to porn like it becomes a lot of people who become that person all of a sudden whereas before it might not have been very many people so the internet kind of sets everything up for it change it changes social things like very like instantly as far as history is concerned pretty much like 20 years is basically nothing so it's just it's just crazy to think about that and how the internet is it's a very powerful tool and can be used mm-hmm. for both good things and bad things and everything in between so yeah and then also what it does is it'll it basically kind of is a drug in a certain way and then it rewires your brain in that way. Also. It works the same way as drugs, yeah, actually, yeah. That, because that's what I'm. That's why I'm like it hits. It up. hits uh, dopamine, like the same as <clears throat> like watching TikTok videos. Is you're just going for the next dopamine hit over and over again, and that's why it's really easy to get addicted to um, pornography or even social media in general. Um, and it, it's that you're going for more and more dopamine and you, this is very deep wired into your brain so it's not like something that it's easier said than done to just be like well just don't go after the dopamine again mm-hmm. but 
it's actually it's actually you have to counteract that with serotonin which i i hate to say this but it's like the other happiness um chemical in the brain which is more like the satisfaction of doing a good job over a long period of time it's like the looking back on a day's work and saying oh i did i did well today i'm i'm satisfied with that it's not it's not as addicting but it's healthier <laughs> and dopamine is also healthy yeah. but it can also be overused like the, the hormone itself I, it's not it might not be a hormone the chemical itself safe to say is used for like if you're hungry then you're going to look for food and when you eat that food it will give you a little hit of dopamine and obviously that can be misused and you can become gluttonous but at at the end of the day the hunger reflex i don't know if it's technically a reflex but that drive is healthy in general so in moderation dopamine is very healthy for us but it can also be abused and it's like basically the addiction chemical for uh, and other drugs probably have other aspects of addiction but like nicotine or whatever but mainly it's dopamine yeah do you want to get into some of your things that you mainly researched since mine was pretty kind of narrowish? I can try. So this was kind of just trying to like understand the new, I guess it's like an industry um, because there is a lot of money involved. So I don't know if this is billions or tens of billions or uh, what we're talking. One hundred billion hundreds of billions okay that's pretty crazy that was a few i don't know i think that was a few years ago though even so this is getting close to rivaling like huge industries like pharmacy and stuff like that i think that's in the trillions but i mean once you're talking 100 billions you're not too many steps away so this is a huge deal and there's a lot of like advertiser money going here and there's a lot of eyeballs, so there's a lot of money to be made because that's where the money is made these days online. So uh, I guess I was just trying to, in listening to the podcast, try to understand um, from somebody who's involved in that. Um, and she was very professional. Like, she wasn't the type of person that you would ever have guessed. Um, like, if you just met her, that, that was what she did. But So I guess that's a good thing in a, in a strange way um but i don't know if if you could choose somebody for me to like think that pornography was like okay then she would probably be like the optimal spokesperson because she was just like upfront professional and chill and <laughs> it was kind of weird <laughs> in a lot convinced. of ways <laughs> caleb's convinced it's over for well caleb. obviously as we've already talked like <laughs> it's not healthy <laughs> <laughs> in general but um and we've gone over a lot of reasons for that but and also um her talking to brett he's uh more traditional so he was rather uncomfortable at times and that was kind of funny um for me to experience <laughs> uh his reaction but uh what do what do i want to say what what parts do i want to go into um well well he's thinking about that one thing that you did <coughs> that i came to mind is Something very problematic about the industry as a whole is the fact that um, it promotes 
this is, I guess, just another negative. It promotes uh, human trafficking because of what it is, and not it does only, create a bigger market yeah, for it. And not only that, but you don't, you can't. There's no way of telling or knowing if the acts you're seeing are consensual and correct, or if they were human traffic people being forced. There's no Ye- way of yes. It would be hard to tell unless you're like a I don't know some kind of body language expert, which is pseudoscience at best. Um, well, maybe not at best. Pseudoscience, probably. And it could be very difficult to actually know what's going on. So there is definitely that. And the one of the biggest arguments against um, pornography being legal at all is that. Uh, the social aspect of it, quote, like objectifying women. Um, and I guess that's a huge, a huge deal because it's training men to kind of go and chase the dopamine instead of chasing after the relationship. So that is definitely a big concern. But um, in the interview, uh, Ashley was saying that, I hope her name's Ashley. I hope I'm not getting it wrong. But she was saying that, also, a lot of the men seem to be objectified because in, in like, the pornography itself, it's focused a lot on the, the women because, I guess, that's, like, men are visual is traditional. Traditionally, like, uh, understood that men are more visual, so you want to focus more on the woman. Um, and without going into too much detail, but... Anyway, she said that it was probably more objectifying to men and also because of that because they don't quote play as big a role even though it's like 50 50 um but they get they get paid like a lot less so it's interesting to think that it might not even be a great deal looking at it from either angle yeah and here's here's a very rough statistic that i read it was 91 percent 91%. We just saw that number. And... Really? Oh. 90, <laughs> 91% of... was it, I think it was American. Probably just American men. And 60% of American women have you pornography or do... 91 and 60? Yeah. So that was a split. But that was really rough and they didn't go into detail. So that's like... V- very uh, verbatim numbers, so don't take them too heavily as far as that. But that gives you a ballpark estimate of general general populace of consumption and on either gender end. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I should have looked up more stats so I could have kind of a better yeah, handle I on almost, them. Yeah, I almost went into the stats, but I didn't have anything to write down at the time, so I was like, ah, I'm just going to forget them. Yeah, there's also... Um, like the big time aspect, like um, from like what Jordan Peterson is saying, like this is something that if you're addicted to it, it can take up like a significant amount of time of your life. And I mean, who's necessarily to say that that's the worst part of an addiction? I think that's probably like one of the least costly yeah, parts well, of the addiction. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> um, because people are going to, if they're, even if they don't, do porn at all then they're going to be like waste. be watching tv yeah, so or waste time in different ways time. Yeah, so. but i mean you, you know that's not a waste and i mean regards. we i think it's psychologically healthy to waste your time in some way like to have 
a leisure, but oh, yeah, definitely. when you can make your leisure something good or meaningful, like if you're reading something very interesting that could be practical to you, then that would be much healthier than watching like a reality TV show and getting nothing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, here's a here's a really funny side note that it made me chuckle. When I'm reading all these articles, like nowhere does it even one went out of its way to like state one time it was like, Well, it's not necessarily bad, but here are all the negative consequences. <laughs> it's like maybe you could do it like one or two times. I'm just like, this is actually funny. And like none well, of Well that them, is the scientific way. I guess they're <laughs> technically doing it going about it the right way. They're like, well we're not gonna tell you whether it's right or wrong, but we're just gonna show you what the, what the stats all negative are. and I was like, well there you go. Yeah. But um all the articles uh were not explicit be like yeah it's bad but they're just like list all these negative <laughs> effects and you're like well hmm, i can gather as much from these negative effects which that's actually an interesting concept in itself to get into like is something bad because it has negative consequences but that's a different podcast yeah <laughs> and you said 91 percent have viewed yeah, they, the way they worded it that seems low to me well well also where are they pulling like who what is their pool it's probably so Oh, well, yeah, you're anyways. right. Uh, chances for dishonesty are decently high. Not only that, but also the small number of individual. Because, I mean, they, you wouldn't be able to pull Yeah, there might not be a ton of people in the study. That so, is an, another so that's why I said that's why I said it was very, very shaky. But that's just, like, a few numbers. Yeah. Like, And they, they word it, like, seeming like have at one point, <laughs> not, like, consistently used. That's what it didn't seem like that's what they were referencing. Yeah. So... And, and I guess just from my own experience it, with that, like, exposure thing, like, we, I played baseball for, like, and that was my, since I am home, I was homeschooled, it was, like, my only worldly exposure, basically. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> so um, when I went from Little League, which is up to 12 years old, and then into um, what around here is called Babe Ruth Baseball, and it's 13 to 15, when I made that jump, I was very shocked in a lot of ways because shocked. of all of the like the the pornography exposure and stuff like the jokes went up to the next level of explicitness and the language went up the next level and yeah it seems seems 90 percent would be rather conservative a number if I had to guess. Yeah, definitely. For have viewed, for actively, um, like, consistently, then 90 would probably be about right. Yeah, I'd, I'd say probably, yeah, definitely. But how do you avoid it, like, your whole life? Like, you yeah. can... You'd have to be... You accidentally stumble across it semi-regularly. Yeah, <laughs> so which is unfortunate. And it's that, a crazy world. Yeah, as you say, that's something to say about how, how the state is in, um, nowadays at least. Yeah, and also, like, social media is getting closer to the edge yeah. of being pornographic. Like, yeah, and you could, you could argue that our, especially America, has this shift towards, like, it's almost sex-driven in a way. Like, and even normally, uh, it's almost unintentionally forced upon everybody, not with, without really realization, yeah, it was, that, that is very apparent in the social media realm, too. 
Yeah, I was listening to uh, Candace Owens. I don't remember what it was. It was some Daily Wire thing. Um, and she was saying that her husband just doesn't do social media at all. And if you ask him the reason for it, he just says it's all porn. Because, I mean, and he does have a decent point because um, things are getting more and more explicit with fewer, like, social boundaries to say, where's the cutoff here? And we're getting more open with our society, which I can only imagine, like, if I were a little kid growing up today and my parents didn't have, like, <laughs> borders safe in guy. line, like, yeah, this would, I don't know, the shock value would be crazy. Or or it would be so normal that it wouldn't be shocking at all because you... Well, yeah, the first time it would be shocking and then It'd it would like, get oh, less shocking. You get it would become the accustomed. normal, yeah. yeah. Which would be, that's when it's dangerous, I'd say. Yeah, that's when it definitely can become unhealthy, I guess. When you when you start to get desensitized is when mm. you can Speak. start to need more, yeah. like as an, as speaking an addiction. Of, speaking of desensitization, that's another <laughs> thing. Like, as, as you would become more addicted, you would basically need more, like drugs, where you need to hit that high, so you need more... Um, normally it goes intensity too with something like pornography, which is unfortunate too in many regards because that means worse acts you're viewing, even though in, you're already viewing something bad. Well, I hate to use the word edgy because edgy. we're like far beyond edgy at this point, but <laughs> yeah, it's, they, things get more and more edgy, although it's way farther than that. <laughs> I just say, yeah, I wouldn't. I it's not the right word, but I don't know what the word is. But, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's another side effect of being a consistent user. User, I guess. It, I mean, I guess it's a proper term. You're a consumer of the product that's being made, which is it's interesting to think of it as like the an industry, because like in the podcast that I was listening to, she was she. It was just like her job and like she likes doing it a lot which was also kind of strange and uncomfortable at times for um brett especially as he was interviewing her but i think he did a good job overall but it's it, i guess it's kind of strange like how desensitized she was as well and she i won't go into details on her stories but you can listen to the podcast if you want and you can listen to like some of the things nothing explicit but she tells stories about like things that she would think were normal and other people would kind of be more shocked by <laughs> and she just didn't like realize it at all because she's been desensitized over time so much do you have other things on the your end because you mentioned a few other ones that i thought might be fairly... well, what did i mention i've forgotten oh well we could always really listen to it uh it was like <laughs> it was like uh we've kind of hit culture but not well, we've been, we've been touched on it. It's hard to say because I haven't like looked up statistics. Yes, <laughs> which is very helpful for like culture-wide um it's helpful, study, but not necessary. I mean, look around you. you yeah, can you tell. can like you can like get a decent theory about how it's going to work and affect things. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't I don't really know. I guess you can see the different cultures like you can go out in like your worldly workplace or Babe Ruth baseball or whatever it may be. And you can <laughs> see the, the differences 
of that and if you have like a more wholesome environment like hopefully your family or if you are religious hopefully that establishment um would be far more um conservative and hold to different morals than the culture at large at large as a whole whatever whatever the expression may be so i think you can see what the differences are even in the like those little mini societies mm -hmm. mini cultures kind of and then you can compare from there so i think all of us probably have those di two different um worlds that we can compare and if you don't then hopefully yeah. you'll be exposed to a good one sometime or you it is probably inevitable you'll be exposed to the more loose morals of the day yeah well here's an interesting thing that i came across during research is that the fact of in a way some of our not needs i guess needs but some of our actions and things we do are almost hardwired into the brain as survival instincts and what what part of the brain is there there's that small part of the brain that's pretty much shared with the rest of the animals too Oh, I don't know. I don't remember the term, but um, Jordan Peterson would know. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's interesting to see that the need for the dopamine to be released is actually a, a important thing because I was also seeing. I'm not sure ac how accurate this was, but from what I gathered, um, that is kind of partially your drive system as far as like what drives you to do things. Oh yeah, in, you in get very apathetic, like. They've done studies where, with rats, where they, like, they, like, removed dopamine or, like, the sensor in their brain for it or something, mm -hmm. and they basically just sat around until they died. Like, they, they had no motivation to do anything. Which is kind of wild. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. crazy. And then, so, but it's interesting that, in a way, we're both doing this action for a weird survival instinct to fill it even though we don't need to fill it kind of like eating like you know eating's good because and like <sighs> back in the day you wouldn't be able to eat as much as you are today so it's almost like a weird survival thing where it's like well eat as much as you can because when will this be gone so that's kind of those one of those weird things that i kind of came across and was kind of interested in wondering about yeah and on that on that note comparing um like food to like the sex drive c.s lewis has um a really great um piece i believe it's in mere christianity where he writes about like if people treated the desire for food like we treated the desire for sex and it's i guess humorous at best and um very sad at worst so uh, it, go out and read that little section at least if if that strikes your interest and I, I, as you were saying also the sex drive is Important. a good thing <laughs> to have in general but it can also be unhealthy if it's not controlled mm -hmm. so control and mastery over something is yeah important in basically everything <laughs> yeah i'm so. gonna I'm, i really hate to say this but i'm gonna say it not only, I don't hate to say it for reasons, but other than it's wrong in the sense, but there's unfortunate truth to it. In a way, I would say an act as far as prostitution for what it is, is in my view better than something like porn 
for the reason, for the only reason of human human interaction. Basically, that's like the pure and only reason I would say that. And also, more it's harder to get. It's harder to get to. Like it takes more effort. They're actually being compensated instead of being taken advantage of. Yeah. Well, even though there's <laughs> there's a lot of argument on the. Contrary. Well, yes, there is definitely <laughs> but, potential there. But um. And also the fact of, like, you have real consequences in a way of your actions in that way. Kind of like the fact of you in the way of you have to live with the consequences in some sort of way. It's more real. Yes, yes. And that's that's the only basis of why I would say it's better, even though it's not better in the way. Yeah, I it's, don't know. It's seemingly more healthy in the weirdest sense. Prostitution, it always makes me, like, really, like, way more sad than pornography. And, I, I mean, I probably should be sad about both, but I, I, I just get really way more sad. I guess it's probably because it's more of, like, a personal thing. Yeah, and that's that's why I would argue that it's better in that sense. So you're saying it's better because the it consequences are, are more, severe. more tangible. And tangible, <laughs> tangible. T- yeah, yeah. I I mean I guess there's a point to that. And I'm not saying it's good or anything, but yeah. Between the two, I I believe pornography is more destructive for the individual and for society as a whole. Yes, I think that intuitively seems right. Uh, correct, rather. <laughs> Not right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got to be careful now what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful and precise with your speech. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, also the legalities. Um, because we live because we live in a country that's, like, divided by states, we have, like, the overarching federal laws, which are not that many, and then a lot of state laws as well, and that's where it gets kind of messy with um, like internet pornography in the podcast I was listening to she she was saying like you have to be really careful with how you go about making certain things because it could be like anybody has access to it even in certain places where it's illegal so the legal system of this is kind of crazy and I don't really know what all that like what all the consequences of that are like you don't hear tons of cases on this anymore, but maybe it's just not as big a deal in the public eye or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's always weird. And, like, how do you regulate something like that? That is super difficult to even Well, yeah, now that it's on the Internet, it's like, very difficult to regulate things on the Internet. And if, if you're smart, it's basically impossible because there's, like, ways. There's magic web browsers <laughs> <and> magical <laughs> web browsers <laughs> oh yeah. yeah the the dark web is a real place it is uh not real place actually it's a virtual place <laughs> <laughs> that is real <laughs> at the same time oh no i feel like <laughs> we're taking a turn for the better for the better oh no <laughs> i also keep creeping towards the microphone so i'm gonna be really you need loud. to be heard more <laughs> like Space or no, just be Caleb and not Jeffrey. That's how a lot of them sound sometimes because <laughs> I consistently stay close to the mic. And I you move, kind of like I move around all so much. Place. I have bad 
bad habits. So they say, good thing, good thing this is not a video one. You guys would love all the hand gestures I use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very Jeffrey hand gestures. And if you don't know Jeffrey, then you don't know what that's like. But if you know him, then you do. Yeah, I so say, I explain things more in how I use my hands. So it, you're losing like 90% of what I'm trying to say. But that's okay. 91%, 91%, actually. 91%. We'll keep, we'll keep that the number of the day. Number of the day. Well... <laughs> do you have any other thing to touch on, I guess? Like, surely I do. But I, I know, that's what it. I was thinking. I, was I, need like, to, I need to, man. as I'm researching, I need to write things down. I know, I have the same deal. Let's see. It, so that I don't miss things what and then we, be like, oh, I should have talked about that. Yeah, like, that's always after. It's like, oh, I forgot about this giant portion that I knew. Moral of the story, <clears throat> don't watch porn. <laughs> that's the easy, easy answer. True. True. Also, literature. Literature. Oh, that's actually an interesting thing. That's kind of where the original obscenity yeah. arguments started, right? Was from I don't literature. Know. But before you get to your literature top the discussion. Oh, we have a whole new section. Oh, oh, we can talk for a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's this interesting concept of erotica, which is which is <clears throat> basically written porn in a aspect and in most cases, very general, general generalization. Nowadays, it is what people would refer to as porn for women because of uh, various reasons that I do not really know and I kind of know. But um, because it's beautiful or something? I yeah, don't know. <laughs> no, I guess because it's written in a way where it's. I, I guess that's why. I don't know. They, it, but maybe it connects or it's easier to consume for them. I don't know. But. That is totally an aspect of, I don't, I wish I knew the actual definition of the word pornography, because then I could easily Well, it, uh, it's just from a Greek word. Yeah, um, well, researching on the podcast live. Uh, you got to be careful how you search these, too. <laughs> I, know, I know, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> Etymology. And then you just don't go to the images. And you're yes, okay. <laughs> yes, never. Yeah, por, pornea. Uh, Porne. Yeah, and then writing about prostitutes. Right. Prostitute. We want more. Where? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it goes. Oh, really it's gone down. Uh, gone down since whenever 20, that was. Like eleven, it looks like. That's a huge amount of time in between there. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, this doesn't give much. Anyways, let's just, uh, I'll just assume that, yes, it is indeed still pornography. But, um, it's, it's a whole different, like, it's honestly, I feel like for most of the cases, it's looked up over and it's not addressed in the fact of, if you see somebody reading, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, you're not gonna be like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you reading that in public? But if you're, like, <laughs> somebody's sitting there with their iPhone and they're watching porn, you'd be like, what in the world is that person doing? Like, that's not right. In the case of what it is. And that's another interesting thing is... Well, one, like, the shock value is very different. <laughs> it's not that they're doing it. It's that you also happen to be doing it in one case and not in the other. Yeah, kind of. Like, you can't choose what you glance at, but you choose what you read. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even say that's, like, the weird thing. And, like, the weird thing also is the fact that even though it's so readily done in this culture both uh, mostly like all forms of pornography is that it's very like pushed under the rug normalized and not talked about which is really weird in the 
in the proper sense. I'd say yes, it's talked about in the perverted sense in like oh yeah in, 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 the in jest wrong and, circles. Yeah, in jest and it's not like addressed as something serious or as something like <laughs> and honestly today in today's day and age you can just assume everyone does it and you'd be you wouldn't be too wrong in most cases like that's well, if you average 90 and 60 you'd be 75 percent accuracy yeah. you know yeah so anyways but it's just weird how it, it almost seems better if it's a book <laughs> even though that's really weird because books are better than screens <laughs> <laughs> buy our never mind never mind <laughs> yeah, don't go there <laughs> okay <laughs> okay I'm sorry I'm sorry um uh <laughs> um so yeah that's just a weird thing to hit on as far as a whole new aspect and realm of that and like like I was saying it's very accepted in book form a lot also like Fifty Shades Great like it was like super popular yeah they're ago, right? super popular um they somebody coined it as mommy porn like for that oh that the, sounds weird it is it does but like because the it's there's a lot of reasons but like that is crazy that that is such a thing and it's just weird was didn't they make like a show about that too I or think, something i think they did yeah but anyways also um even consuming like normal literature quote unquote or normal shows these days like basically every show that's made that's not made for like kids is gonna have some kind of sex scene in it or something lots of innuendos well that's basically inevitable now as well (laughs) and innuendos are also it's it's bad because they're hilarious to me and i also have to <laughs> no what's bad is when keep propriety and also like not take things too far so. yeah no it's bad when you watch a kid like a, a movie or a kid's show from a long time ago and you're like <gasps> that was in oh, there snap. you're like dang i didn't even know <laughs> oh, is boy. it a subtle conditioning or do they just put it in there for funsies <laughs> uh, definitely subtle conditioning conspiracy theories Whoa. are coming out okay i'm just I, I will get in there. Oh, also, in literature, um, I I don't know. I haven't read anything, like, crazy explicit, as far as I know. It, like, I don't know what the edge is. Like... Oh, wait, wait, wait. But there's <laughs> wait, a, there's wait. a specific can, book I can that's sitting behind me. <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute, Caleb. I know. <laughs> well, I was going to use it as an example. I was, like, building up. You okay, know? <laughs> okay. I was about to say, yes, you do. <laughs> I actually have a book that I'd recommend that has a couple of sex scenes in it. Like, yeah. three, four. Well, okay. So that's a, weird, that's a weird thing. I actually didn't recommend it to somebody because of that. Well, I... Probably depends it. on who you're recommending yeah. it to. Like, I wouldn't recommend it to, like, a kid. Well, no, they weren't, they, weren't, weird. they weren't a kid, but, um, anyways, but I would say if it's not explicitly described in the sense of gr- gruesome detail, and if it is not, if it's done in a proper light, I feel like in most cases it wouldn't, it's never necessary to have them in there. And well, it's a huge part of humanity sexes so if you're going to intimately understand a character you have to understand like 1984 is an excellent example of they go into they describe his sex life it isn't pretty and you also learn a 
lot. Yeah, but from they don't that. go into detail, so that's fine. They're well, not, they, that's not like okay. So it, it's just a matter of what you're comfortable with, basically. It's like, like how it's much like, detail is well, too much. Well, or, would you call what we're well we're talking about it? You wouldn't call that porn, even though we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean we're very vague about most things. So true, true. But just because you reference it in a light. I yeah, there's there's definite there's like you have to be I mean, you're just but, but good then enough have, with the language to know yeah, what's appropriate and I what's not so. for certain. Cuz then then you can argue, well, well then uh, would you say romantic things or romance is bad? <laughs> and you'd be like, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, um the book we were talking about is The Wise Man's Fear by Patrick Rothfuss. Hey, um, if you guys <laughs> we might do a <laughs> book review oh, on it. Oh, we should. Cuz we, we did, did the, first, the name of the wind. Yeah, we did the first one. Yeah. But anyways, um, I've recommended it to several people, and some of them are just like... We can get Eli on for that, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> in regards to the sex scenes, it's like, yeah, whatever. And I don't know, I think I think they're really great for understanding who the character is. So I think if it's just like, if it's just pointless, then why would you have it in your book? And I guess that just goes into good writing generally. So... Okay. But also, I've recommended it to people, and they were relatively uncomfortable about it <laughs> <laughs> because it was more than they were. Uh, yeah. Used well, to or I something. mean, one of the characters in that book—I know this is in the book review—is like a. Is oh, I'll have to see what Joe thinks of it. I'm gonna recommend it to Joe Martin because um, oh. he's on the Name of the Wind now, the first book. Oh. We'll see what he thinks about the. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into the character and stuff because this is not the right podcast for that nope <laughs> i really want to but yeah in literature i think as far as i have read i think it has all been good but i don't go out of my way like that's not the reason i read a book it's just like the main part of the book and then oh yeah this happens to add to that or it shows more about a character whatever so yeah. I guess that's my stance on it. And generally in that type of book, it's not going to be like very detailed. So it's relatively safe for a mature adult to consume, in my opinion. But that's my opinion. Yeah. And you have your opinions. Which hopefully and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was going to transfer into the outro, but the outro is actually the intro today. So, <laughs> have fun editing these. Is all I have to say. Yeah, I have this, no clue what you're gonna do. This one's gonna be wild. But um, I'm glad you could join us. We have a spicy topic today. We are going to talk about pornography. I thought you were gonna jump in there. Oh, okay. I was like waiting. <laughs> Awkward pausing there. Um, we're gonna avoid talking about it for a while here, just because it's the end of the show, and that wouldn't really make sense to go into it all again. So you've already listened to that part, yep. and now all we have to do is the awkward goodbye. See ya. I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to. <laughs>